All right, everyone, this is Paul from Eat to Perform. And once again, I am here with the indomitable Becky Ivara. And um, I'm just trying to think of a great word that describes Carolyn. But I mean, would you would you think being compared to Shirley Temple would be a, a, a compliment? I mean, yeah, those, she was those... a superstar. Yeah, those curls are nuts, you know. Um, so whatever, whatever a, a, a superhero with curls would be, that that would be Carolyn. Um, so let's just jump right in because, uh, you know, I I am a little pressed for time today. Uh, I actually had paused something with a friend of mine because I had to go out of town unexpectedly, and then. Uh, we had the only night that he was available was on Thursday. So we're having a, a late dinner at a restaurant here locally that um, ironically is called Paul's kitchen. So um, should be kind of a fun thing. And not only is Paul's kitchen um, the name of the restaurant, but it's also La Louisiana food. So um, very excited to see how that all plays out. I'm not one of these people, you know, like uh, when you when you get a food and then you try it somewhere else, you know, a lot of the times people will complain, oh, it's not like it is in New Orleans. Well, no shit, you're not in New Orleans, you know, like it should, you know, that should be the expectation. And so um, I'm perfectly fine with something being in the 80 to 90% version, but here's a new slash. Not all the, you know, food in New Orleans is amazing, right? Some of the restaurants are 80 to 70 to 80% of other restaurants in New Orleans. So um, we'll see how this plays out. So I did say that I would uh, tell a funny story. Um, <laughs> and so there was a shirt that, that I had been looking to buy. And I am a sucker for... Uh, these drops of like t-shirts and sneakers and, and things of this nature. It's like I'm a 16 year old or something. And there's one brand that I like, and um, it's, it's a brand for, for guys my age that are trying to stay young. Right. And, and um, they had a shirt that said, um, I do whatever the one I F to, but it actually has the word on it. And uh, so I ended up buying it. I, I have no idea where I'm going to wear this shirt. <laughs> you know, the only thing I can think is that I'll just wear it around the shirt or wear it around the house. And, um, you know, it'll reflect my attitude that day or something. But, but the funny part the, of the story was I was like, well, except for Vicky. Right. I was like, so, so, so the shirt is implying that I can do whatever the F I want to. Right. I was like, unless my wife says no. And then I have to kind of be respectful to that. Um, and then I was like, you know, I do have to run things by Becky, Jess, and Tara a lot. You know, so, so I guess I don't get to do that, whatever the F I want to in that scenario. And then, you know, Stephanie, Cindy, and Sarah, you know, we usually have to have some kind of, yeah, conciliation. So, and it did occur to me that there's particularly a lot of women in my life that I have to give apps about before I can wear this t-shirt. So, 
Um, I thought that was kind of funny. So uh, the topic of this podcast is, oh my God, <laughs> this summer got away from us, right? Because every year, summers get away from all of us, including me. And um, it's been interesting because, you know, obviously I did, for those that don't know, I did Fat Loss 1. I ended that in May, and now I am on uh, heading into Fat Loss 2 on the 6th. I'm actually super excited, so we should probably mention that. Um, I will be using Eat to Perform Kitchen Meals as my basis for my macros to show people how it's done um, and to show how people, show people, especially outside of Eat to Perform, how easy it can be because I think that for a lot of our friends and family, um, you know, they, they're very interested in what we do, right? But they don't think that they can do it. They think it would be too hard, whatever. The whole point of Eat Deformed Kitchen is to really kind of take that objection away from people. And by all accounts, it's gonna work. Um, you know, we, uh, uh, you know, I had no idea how many people were going to sign up, but um, it, it has it has blown me away in a in a real big way, and uh, I'm I'm so grateful for all of you. Um, I'm so sad for all the Canadians, Carolyn. <laughs> um, they, uh, you know, if it, if we had Canadians involved, we would have over a thousand people signed up by now. Um, so that's that's been the response so far. Um, I also didn't know this until Tara told me this on Wednesday, but 25% of Eat Reform is Canadian, which I think is pretty shocking. You know, what's the Carolyn, do you know the population of Canada? Oh my God, I have to Google it. In terms we, of millions? I have no clue. We're big, like at the, our country, but we're not filled up like you guys are in the States. I'd have to Google. I think but the U.S. Does... I think the U.S. was 360, but I think it's closer to 400 million right now. Um, and so, you know, I would I'm going to take a guess and say that Canada's like 50 million, but definitely Google it. Okay, 38 million here. Okay, 38 million. Wow, I mean, so so that's roughly 10 percent of the U.S. Yet 25 percent of our clients are Canadian. So, um, and just so everybody knows, you know, we will be looking into um, trying to find a solution for it. Um, I can tell you that the company that we're partnering with does have connections, has, you know, in previous businesses with food, um, done business in Canada. So it's it's not something that is going to be impossible to figure out, but it probably will take a little bit um, of, of months. I would imagine, you know, the earliest would be like early 2023, and we'd really try to partner with somebody to make that happen. Okay, so if you're not, if you haven't been following, I'll just update you real quick. You know, my highest calories are at 4,000. How's that going? 
Um, I think it's going great, <laughs> but, but my expectations for all of this stuff is very different from other people. Maybe it would be better if I told you my friend, right? So I, if you recall, I started this because a friend of mine wanted help. In fact, this is interesting. Um, I now have about five friends that are going to be joining me in fat loss too. They're just going to start fat loss one. So <laughs> because they're, they're like, yeah, if you're going to send me food, yeah, why wouldn't I, you know? Um, I mean, it's not free. They're, they're buying it, but uh, that was always the hangup, right? A lot of my friends and family, they just don't want to count calories. And so, you know, us sending them the calories each day, they're, they're all ready to, to sign up. And so that's really exciting. But um, so my friend has actually stayed weight stable the whole time. Um, I think she finished at 182, maybe even 183. And she was as low as 179. And what was really interesting is that once she was 179, she totally started getting it, right? Just related to eat reform. And she's like, give me food, right? Because she knew that if her weight went up, she wasn't gonna want that food, right? Well, now her calories are 3000 calories. And so we're, we, we've finally gotten to a place where we're really gonna do some work and it's probably going to allow her to lose a lot more weight um, then, you know, I would suspect that she might actually do better than she did in, in fat loss one. And she did really good in fat loss one. I think she lost 11 pounds. I lost 12. Um, my weight's up a little bit. Um, we're actually both doing creatine. Um, and so, so I got her doing that. And, um, you know, it's tough when someone's not a need to perform her typically. And, uh, you know, they start reading Reddit, like, you know, are there any drawbacks to creatine? And then everybody else, and it's like, it makes you gain weight. And it's like, well, yeah, but it's not, it's not fat. Typically it's going to be, you know, a little bloat from water when you're loading, but once it's loaded, typically it's lean mass, right? So it's favorable for body composition most of the time, but, you know, we all have in our head what we should weigh. And so the fact that she's still at basically the, the, where she ended fat loss one, we're about to go into fat loss two, her calories are 3000 and she's on creatine, like, wow, you know, crushing it. And also a woman, I'm pushing things a little bit more, um, a lead by example thing, but also like, I actually had a friend I was, I was talking to, and I don't, you know, there's a few pictures that are pretty common out there. Um, you know, one is the brown shirt where I'm in the kill cliff. Um, that looked pretty badass because we were kayaking that day. And so my muscles are all like pumped up and, and I look jacked. Um, and, and then there's the other one that's like the three shot from uh, kind of early eat perform days. And uh, my my friend was like, wow, you know, 180 is a real good weight for you. He's just like, yo, dude, don't be talking about my weight. Yeah. Um, and uh, I really, you know, weight, you know, whether, whether I'm 
you know, like I am right now at, at 192 um, or whether I'm at 180, nothing really changes. You know, is the look better? Maybe to you, right? But not to me. I, I look in the mirror and see the same dude each time, you know? Um, I change things based on my goals. But I will say, at the end of summer, you know, normally I will try to tighten things up a little bit. Most people know that I move to intuitive once I'm in 3000, right? Um, I will say Sarah's been sharing her macros a lot coming out of uh, uh, fat loss. She's not my friend in this scenario. I mean, we're friends, but um, she's not the friend that uh, I am referring to when I talk about it, but she's been pretty brave sharing that. And she's actually really pushing the calories, I think, as an example for all of you, so that you're not afraid. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm going to slowly get to, to 3,000 and then and then cut it off, but I'm not going to be pushing to 4,000. And the reason why I'm not is because I'm not trying to set up a fat loss cycle. This is probably the biggest, you know, hack that you can find as you're setting up these diet cycles too often people play it too close to the vest going into a diet cycle now do you want to overdo it and then come in five pounds up probably not right that's probably a real bad idea because because here's why it's a bad idea so let's say i did that if i did that and instead of 192 i started at 197 in my head, I would go, well, I started at 197, but that's not what you do, right? What you do is you all have the 192 in mind, and you're like, well, the good majority is 192, and so you're starting mentally from 192, and I never will understand that. And I don't know, maybe it's a guy, a woman, man thing, but I see my men friends doing this, Right. Why wouldn't you want to give yourself the most credit? Whatever you started at, it's just a number. It's just something on paper. In fact, if you go to another scale, it'll tell you a different reading. It's not even that big of a deal, right? But for some reason, we don't want to give ourselves full credit, right, for all the progress that we've made. And I think that that's something that we definitely should be doing. But... um. You know, I had seen this many times through over the holidays, things of this nature, where we pause somebody for like two months, coming out of fat loss, and then every single time when they overdid it, um, and they were able to keep things kind of relatively within the range of where they were, they always had more success. And so I, I said to myself, I'm going to push that as much as possible. And um, because I want to lead by example for all of you, and, and I certainly have. I mean, you'll probably see the pictures from tonight, and they're going to be impressive, right? And there's going to be a lot of calories. One of the things that, that you're going to see, uh, well, all of you kind of know this, but, but the average person doesn't know this. When you get a meal that's prepared for you that is at 500 calories, I think for a lot of people, it's kind of shocking how little food it is, right? And then you start to go, well, wait a second, how much am I actually eating when I'm eating intuitively, right? Because you can easily get to 
800 with a little bit more olive oil or a few more carbohydrates than you might normally have. And so it's very, very difficult to do this intuitively unless you have a lot of experience with that. And frankly, you know, even as someone who does do it, it can start to get away with you. Now, when I am eating intuitively, you know, the one thing, the one mistake people make in that regard is they start eating intuitively and they don't look at the scale, right? And so what ends up happening is they, you know, eventually, you know, it's the same old scale thing that we talk about all the time where we want the scale to go down all the time and it's just not realistic. And it, it also isn't the smartest way to do it, right? If the scale's up on occasion, that's why we have the rhythm that we have. It makes sense and it allows your body to work the way that it wants to work. It allows for more metabolic flexibility and it does allow for more weight loss when that's the phase that you are in, right? And when you aren't in that phase, I would strongly make the argument, Sarah's making the argument, um, you have to have a range where you will allow your body to, you know, um, come back, right? I mean, if you if you end up losing, like in my case, 12 pounds, you know, what are we really trying to accomplish in fat loss too? Well, at least 12 pounds, possibly more, right? Um, I can tell you exactly where I'm hoping to land. Um, I have an outside thought of 174. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, just to be completely honest with you. Um, 179.9 is probably where I'm going to land. And then, you know, I'm going to 100% allow for a range of, you know, five to six pounds once I'm done. That said, this summer has been interesting because for, you know, my primary activity is pickleball, right? And it it seems odd that I, in Minnesota, would play more pickleball in the winter than I do in the summer. But in the summer, we play outside and the games are different, right? In the winter, I play in a club. And so, so we play four to five days a week for three hours. So I get a lot more activity in in the winter time. So that has affected, you know, it, it's not like there's any real secrecy to perform here. You know, when you are moving less, you know, um, is not super favorable for um, weight staying stable, right? And so I know that going in, like I said, you know, I've been committed to the creatine th thing in a way that I hadn't previously. And, you know, I hadn't really planned to go into fat loss until I was 55 anyway. So um, the, um, I will say my plan is to, to get it out of the way. I do think ultimately I will land at 195 again, right? And I'll be leaner because I will have gained some muscle in that process. I've been pretty open about the fact that I am on testosterone. Um, I do um well for women it's hormone therapy for men it's uh testosterone replacement because as a you know 53 54 year old man my testosterone is going to be low right and so 
when I can, you know, if I can do the same thing, so I didn't diet for seven years, if I can do that same thing, and the next time I'm at 195, you know, I'm gonna have three to four more pounds muscle, right? And so that's the game I'll be playing for the rest of my life, right? And that's the game I'm arguing that all of you should be playing. You know, there are a lot of people that, well, it's kind of the wish that everybody wants. They want to get to a certain weight and then they want to be done managing their weight forever. I can tell you my way is better, like by a lot, right? Where you you take years and I would say for women, you know, you're probably going to be itching around one to two years. I'm okay gaining 10 to 20 pounds. You have to remember, I was 206 pounds at one point, right? So me being 195 is like no big deal, especially since, you know, I'm kind of got a lot of muscle, right? And so the only way to really add a demonstrable amount of muscle is by not dieting most of the time. And so I do lead by example in that regard. Um, not that the women will need to perform, don't, they do. But, you know, I just think that uh, for me, there is a comfort level. I, I don't think, I don't want all of you to adopt my comfort level, right? And all of a sudden become, you know, comfortable gaining 10 to 15 pounds over the course of seven years or whatever. Um, but at the same time, you know, do your version, right? And and I think if you did your version, you'd be real happy about that. Okay. Well, one little thing about overdoing summer is that you've really set up a great fat loss cycle. So what you have to ask yourself is self, do I want to do a fat loss cycle now? Right. And I would probably argue for a lot of you that answer is no, because if you did one in March, you're probably better off waiting till next March. You know, what happens for people is they kind of get that bad dieting, you know, mindset and their weights up a little bit. Now, can we run like a mini cut or something like that? I mean, you can. But every time you do that, it's like a setback, right? And so all the, you know, think of it like this. You're putting money in the bank, right? And then you take it all out. And then you put more money in the bank to refresh that money. And then you take it all out again, right? You're never really making any headway that way. And so I would challenge you. I'm not saying you have to do seven years. But, you know, if summer got away from you, Let's just tighten that up a little bit and let's see if we can get to March. Now, if, if you, you know, and, and oh, by the way, this is something people don't know about me. And especially, you know, I don't have a lot of clients now. Um, I have like Amanda. Um, and then I have a few coaches that I work with that virtually coach themselves. You know, and it's, it's hilarious, by the way. Um, I think I have five people that I coach right now. Like I said, four of them coach themselves. Um, and uh, and I dread that like like George Jetson. Remember that? I don't know if you remember. Many of you are probably younger than me. But George Jetson worked for three hours a day or four, 
I think it was three hours a day, four days a week, might've been three days a week. Um, and all he did was push a button. And that, that's what my life's like, right? So like for, for reviews, at least, I, you know, I have obviously a lot of other stuff that I do. Um, but, you know, like today, I think I, I wrote, I either wrote or edited. Um, I mean, if you saw, if you haven't seen the Cindy article, you, you have to see that. It, it's so, it's so good. I mean, as I'm editing that, I'm like tears flowing, you know, um, it was really, really emotional. And I think a lot of, a lot of women that are 200 plus need to read that, you know, because I think that many are healthy, they are doing active things. And, and, you know, the reality is, is that if you just cuddle up to dieting over and over and over again, what's that going to do for mental health? What's that going to do for physical health? Right. Um, and I thought Cindy, the way that Cindy said it, the story behind the woman, um, I will tell you, man, you know, it was one other time very early on, we had a gal from my gym who was a bigger gal and people really liked her. She did like recipes that were kind of mostly paleo and stuff. <laughs> and previous to that, I wasn't really into recipes. So it was kind of, kind of a pivot on my part, but um, she was a bigger gal, um, bigger than, you know, well, she was a bigger gal. And, um, uh, yeah, she she Eden Warm was a different world then, right? And so um and and every post went viral. Like every post went nuts, right? Facebook does not work the way that it used to work, right? So, you know, when people saw a good recipe or something of this nature, they shared it, or something that was empowering, they shared it. And now Facebook doesn't share a lot of that stuff. Um it's more of a, a pay-to-play model, right? And and same thing with IG and, and eventually that'll be TikTok and all these other platforms. Well, uh, this guy comes in and oh, just so you know, you, you don't see the comments that are negative because we curate them. I mean, maybe if you like wake up at 4 a.m., you might see that someone said something negative, but in general, we do a pretty good job of curating the comments. And um, the guy said, why is this fat woman on a nutrition website? And <laughs> Shannon at the time, I mean, so Shannon, Shannon, Shannon was a gangster, man. <laughs> like she, she, she was one tough gal and she came, she was from uh, Massachusetts. And uh, I mean, like her brother was like a kickboxer you know, it was like MMA guy, things of this nature. And there was just, there was just, she was an athlete, you know, most of her life. Um, and I mean, she found this dude's address, right? <laughs> and and, and I mean, she was, she was going to go beat his, <laughs> she was going to beat him up. And uh, I had to talk her out of it. I was like, we'll just delete the comment. It'll be no big deal. Oh, it was so funny. You know, but but people, you know, especially then when, you know, that was one of the negative parts about everything going viral, right? Is that 
you had all of these people who who don't necessarily understand and most of the conversations we're having right now usually start from somebody that you know is kind of a friend of me to perform and then they might share it and then if they share it and their friend doesn't understand it then we can talk to them like we're friends right um that was not the case with facebook so they did need to tighten things up I'm not sure they needed to tighten things up as much as they did, but that's a that's another story for another day. Um, but I thought that that was interesting, um, and so I think that first, if we start to realize, okay, so this is this is another thing. We were talking about creatine. Um, and there was a day where my friend was up at 184, right? And um, she had had kind of a, a loose weekend and, uh, you know, pizza, beer, right? Um, you know, all the culprits. And, uh, and uh, she asked me, do you think I waits up because of the creatine? <laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's the pizza and beer, you know, um, and and I think that's where all of our heads are at, right? Is that even myself, you know, knows as much about this as as probably most people could, and I still have those thoughts, right? Where you know you you just would like to be in a little better control of it. Now, usually I can talk myself off the ledge a lot easier than other people, but, you know, we all go through it, you know? I mean, I'm a person that a lot of people see on videos and pictures and things of this nature. You, you'd, be, you, you'd be wrong if you don't think that I'm self-conscious about that kind of stuff, right? Um, which, by the way, you know, makes Cindy's post that much more brave. You know, there's this criticism that, you know, there's not enough body diversity in the diet world. In, in defense of the diet world, people just want to show their finish line picture. They don't want to show the pictures along the way, right? And so that's really one of the things that made, you know, Cindy's um, post so brave. And then all the people that do that we post on IG and stuff like that. What I think the people are actually saying though is, you know, the super fit people, when you feature those super fit people, it makes me feel insecure about myself, right? And I'm not sure that that's fair, right? Because if somebody's devoted their life to fitness and nutrition and things of that nature, they're not presenting themselves as something other than who they are, right? That that's a priority for them. This has worked for them. I mean, one of the things that, that really kind of gets to me a little bit is, you know, people who don't know us will go, oh, more diet culture nonsense. And I'm just like, but the woman in front of you is eating 3,000 calories. How could it possibly be diet culture nonsense, right? But they're not seeing the message. They didn't read the article. They didn't, you know, most of our, most of our ads even are actually, you know, really about um, 
eating more, right? And in the period where you aren't dieting, right? Because everybody else is is trying to do the other lane, right? I'm trying to show what's possible. Um, and, you know, just so you know, I'm a Facebook expert, right? And I can tell you exactly how the algorithm works. You put up five ads, right? Facebook's going to fix, pick the most popular of those five ads. Well, guess what's going to be the most popular of those five ads? The fittest person telling the most inspiring story. That's it, right? And so um, I'm not sure that that's completely fair, especially in the case of us, but I'm not even really sure it's fair of other places, not that I'm trying to defend them, but you know, people want to show their finish line photos, right? And so um, kind of keep that in mind, but I think for all of us, we need to realize that all of our situations are separate of other situations. And I know that's difficult to sometimes separate, but, you know, looking at other fitness pages with like a 28 year old trainer who's Jack, you know, I, I mean, that's just not going to be my avatar, right? I'm, you know, I'll turn 54 in a few weeks. And, and frankly, you know, that guy's got a lot more time on his hands than I do. You know, um, and I think that, you know, if you're a lawyer, you're a doctor or, you know, mom, a nurse, all the things that we all are, you know, it's just so important for you to realize that you can look at that story and find a piece of it that you can relate to. And that was the thing that that I think helped about about Cindy. Um, but she told you the consequence of her putting it up there. And and that was a real story. And that that real story has happened to Becky also. Um the the you know, there's a cop, there's a penalty to it. And and that's one of the reasons why people don't do it, you know. So kind of keep that in mind. Um so really to end the 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 segment on the summer, look, things got out of control if they did get out of control. All you need to do is get things back in control. Now, does that mean that your wig is gonna go back? Well, that kind of depends, right? You know, I'm not gonna ever let anybody off the hook here. You know, I know when my effort is low that I can say, hey, during the summer, I do not play near as much pickleball so therefore my weight went up a couple pounds. I get it. I was also eating more flexibly, eating more calories, things of this nature. I just think that oftentimes we find these narratives that, you know, point the finger in the wrong direction, right? And, the, you know, it's okay to look in the mirror and go, you know what? <laughs> I think I kind of know, <laughs> you know? And I think the more you can do that, the healthier your relationship with all of this will be. Because what we're not saying is we can help you lose 50 pounds and you'll stay there forever. That is the stuff that's been messing people up for years, right? And, you know, one of the things that I really, really want to get out there, you know, is this concept of managing your weight responsibly. Right. Because, you know, for people that have lost, you know, I know many people that have joined you to perform kind of did so after they lost a great amount of weight. Right. 
And if you lost 50 pounds, you know, like in my case, 260 pounds, also gained 35 pounds of muscle, by the way, right? If, if you're in that situation, you're doing great, right? But these numbers always sort of mess with us for, for various reasons, you know? And, uh, you know, great, a great example, you know, I posted those inspiring pictures from Amanda Rourke and um, Amanda's a great example for our community, but she will tell you, you know, this stuff's not easy. She has five kids, right? And so when you have a child, you know, I'm not telling any of you ladies nothing you don't know. It destroys your body, right? And so, so, but the, the, the advantage of having a coach is that that coach can then say to you, you know, okay, we got to build it back, right? We've done this before. We'll do it again, you know? And, uh, you know, she's been, she's been great. Um, you know, I, I don't know, you know, once again, you're asking people to be brave in a way that is very difficult, you know? So I don't know if she would want to share the after pictures, um, but she looks, she looks great. You know, she's fine. You know, um, her weight is uh, right in the range of, of where we started with the pregnancy. So we've got that under control. You know, we just need to get work capacity back. She never stopped working out. That was one of the huge advantages. Um, and I would definitely encourage anybody that's that's pregnant, um, one, to stay active if you can. Um, not everybody can. You know, I know my wife had some, some pelvic issues where she was not able to uh, be very active and she was in pain often, you know, and so... Um, every situation is different. You have to allow yourself some grace. But um, I think that that piece, whether, whether it's pregnancy, whether it's weight regain, you know, we're all a little, I'm just saying for me, messed up in the head, right? About all of that, you know? And then if you can rationally look at the numbers and the data and, and not just look at the scale weight, but, you know, look at, look at all these people that, that have been dieting forever, right? And eating 1,100 calories most of the time. And then all of a sudden, you know, they start eating up to 2,500 calories and they're relatively weight stable within a few pounds. I mean, even 10 pounds in that instance, you know, when you've more than doubled your calories, that's like a miracle, right? Most people, when, when people lose 50 pounds, the, I don't have the actual statistics on it, but I mean, I don't think I would surprise anybody to know, for them to know that most people gain it all back plus interest, right? And so if you're keeping it within 10 pounds, you're doing phenomenal, especially when you're, reestablishing your metabolism at a higher number because you know that you can use that as a later weight management cycle, right? So that's the big thing, right? Is don't look at, oh, I've immediately got to jump at into another cycle September 6th. Look, I get it. We, you're going to do it. You're probably fine. 
you'll do okay. You won't lose as much weight as you think you will. And then next time we'll do the better thing, right? Um, but we got to get out of this cycle of, you know, the 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 thing that's hurting us is the thing that we keep cuddling up to. We have to have some mental relief from that so that we can get to that place where we're doing more of the right thing most of the time, right? So that's the hopefully enduring message from this podcast. Um, I see six. It felt like most of the questions were kind of conversations with Becky, but I could be wrong. Okay, so we yeah. don't really, we don't really have any uh, questions. Um, so I will just sort of um, end on this note. Um, I, I mean, I've had so many tears, you know, over the last couple of days. Um, you know, just thinking about about carolyn and becky and 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 jess and you know i'm gonna leave so many people there's almost 100 people that work with you to perform you know this i never i never in a million years thought that um you know i could do this by myself everything i've ever done in my life all all of the good things were always a result of working with other people so i, I knew that going into this um, I will tell you that from day one, I thought the cheat code was getting people food. Now, is this a solution for everyone? You know, I was talking to a CrossFit Games athlete, a former CrossFit Games athlete. We did a charity for him, Elijah Muhammad. And one thing that I said, I was like, you know, as much as our businesses are what they are, right? I do want to be able to help more than just the people that can afford a Peloton, right? And and food is expensive. Now, that said, there's a lot of ways to look at this food, right? One of the big concepts that I'm a big believer in is the idea of buying time, right? And so uh, I have had my laundry done in the past to buy time. I have, uh, I haven't, I haven't done my grass. I, I have a lawnmower. I have no idea why I have one. I, I've had a lawn service for 20 years. So I have a 20-year-old lawnmower that's never been used. Um, I think my daughter at one point tried to fire it up. And I was like, I think that's a bad idea. But, you know, I wouldn't know. Right? I, I, I haven't turned on a lawnmower in a really long time. Um, most domestic things I'm awful at, right? I mean, I, I'm I'm... You know, I'm fairly decent at, at kind of pointing people in the direction on how to do software uh, management and and digital ads and, and things of that nature. And, and I can take business concepts and kind of light fire to those things. But, man, you you get me a uh, if the little knobber on my toilet goes bad, my wife's got to fix that, <laughs> you know, which luckily she can. You know, my wife is uh, the uh, daughter of a carpenter, so she has mad skills like that. Um, she she did something so crazy today. We we have this basketball um, goal that uh, kind of fell apart, and we were trying to get it into the dumpster because they're taking the dumpster tomorrow because of our remodel. And um, 
this crazy woman jumps into the dumpster full of nails and, and cabinets and, and all this other type of stuff. And, and you know, I'll have to tell you guys like the warthog story one day because it's just a great example of what my life is like. But, you know, I'll give you one snippet. We had a four-year-old, you know, four and three-year-old at that time. And we were trying to go to this bamboo forest in Hawaii. And there was a ravine, right? We were on private property where we should not have been, you know. I mean, as risk taker and epic t-shirt guy as I am, I'm actually fairly practical on a lot of stuff. And the one thing I'm not trying to do here is break my leg, jump in a ravine. And um, at one point, she wanted me to take our children, the children that came out of her body and throw them across the ravine. And I was just like, I, I was just like, I, I have to stop. I have to stop. You know, uh, like, like this is, this has gone too far. Right. But like, you, <laughs> the promise of the bamboo forest. And, and if you want to know how crazy this woman is, um, I, well, that was not her fault. So I'm not going to mention that because that could bring up, <laughs> that could bring up things that could get me in trouble. But, um, she got to that, she got to a bamboo forest, right? Not that bamboo forest, but she got to a bamboo forest the very next year. So literally we had a trip to Hawaii. She got a bug up her butt, you know, to, to go to this bamboo forest on private property with a warthog full of flies saying, don't go here. Right. And then you know, she's like, okay, fine. I'm going to schedule yet another trip just to do this one thing. So, so that's the craziness that I'm married to. Um, but she was in the dumpster and all I could think about was the warthog story and all the crazy things that she's done um, because she gets like these thoughts in her head and she just can't get them out of her head. And I'm just like, look, Someone's going to figure out a way for this basketball goal to be carried off of our property. That's just going to happen. We don't have to risk our lives to do so. So she's on the top of this dumpster trying to figure out how she's going to get down. And then all of a sudden she realized, oh, my goodness, I am a mortal. Right. And so I am a 53 year old woman. So I had to run inside, get the ladder, put the ladder on the dumpster so she could get down. Um, and oh, by the way, she was in flip-flops. Um, I was against this whole thing the whole time, just so you know. Um, I, I need to just give her the epic t-shirt. She she's more of the epic person than I am, I guess. But um, yeah, so uh, but getting back to to the um just the 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 experience with the food. The the fact that, you know, 70% uh, of the people I've signed up are lifetimers, right? And so, um, like, just what a, imagine if you had a dream, right? And, and, and you asked people for it to come true, and it did, whether it be the promises that I've been able to make to the staff over the years, or whether it be what I've asked you guys to, to help us. 
with the app, with, with the food project, you know, all these different things. Um, it's just, you know, I'm very, you know, if you don't know the origin story of Eat Reform, here it is, right? My family member, um, when I was talking about how I was doing what ultimately became Eat Reform, reached out to me and was like, hey, no one wants to hear about your diet. And then I was like, but it's not a diet. <laughs> and I mean, 5,000 calories. And uh, she's like, well, whatever it is, it's kind of like smoking, right? Everyone quit smoking, but we know you're going to be back smoking soon. So, and it was just, it was just like, huh. I wonder if I could go find people that would want to hear it, right? And I did. And that's all of you. And I find your stories as inspiring as as anything. The fact that we're all doing this really hard thing together, you know, any change that you're making in your life is very difficult. You know, we all deserve a lot of credit for that, especially when we're talking about a mental health thing, right? Where, you know, it's not normal to eat less, right? Your body, your mind, all these things crave, you know, um, comfort and food and joy right and and for a long time i think a lot of people have lost focus and 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 then we all got together and you know but this is not the end of the story whether it be strong daughters um there is one thing that's coming up that uh becky don't panic it's not going to involve anything on your part um i've asked so much of, of Becky, Jess, and Tara, that um, I, I I have a reprieve in my head for all of them, um, but also for me. You know, it's very stressful um, to make these amazing things happen. And so you, you know, if you've ever been involved with anything like this, um, uh, it, it's it's a, it's a wild journey, right? Because what many people don't know is that not only do we have, you know, the food project, but we also have the software project. And then we have strong daughters, right? We have all these great things kind of all coming together at once. And um, if I was a better planner, then uh, maybe it wouldn't have happened that way. But actually, what ended up happening is just kind of dumb luck, right? Um, the The... The, the food project kind of came together. Um, you know, we weren't going to say no to that. Uh, there were certainly some people that did want to say no to it. Um, like, will this opportunity be available later? You know, and it's like, there's just some opportunities that aren't available later and you have to jump. And that is kind of my skill set. Um, and then, um, you know, sometimes it takes a little convincing. I'm not pointing specifically to Becky, but it could be. Um, but sometimes it does take convincing, but I do I do listen to people. Um, I try to at least. And, you know, we are definitely going to need a little bit of a break. But what you don't know is that there's all this amazing stuff that is coming very soon, right? Um, whether it be the app project, uh, Strong Daughters. We have um, Facebook reached out to me. I think most of you probably heard like on CNN or whatever news outlet that you listen to that, you know, young women um, were being depressed by 
um, IG in general, right? Like a little bit of what we talked about where, you know, people were internalizing these photos from all these fit people and, and things of this nature in a way that could be kind of negative. So Facebook's solution for that was to, you know, try and, you know, empower young women um, with athletes, right? Um, with, with people that are eating more. And so in that way, we were pretty unique. For Facebook to reach out to us, it's pretty special. Um, and so they want us to be part of their name and image likeness. Now, if you were a guy, you definitely know what name and image likeness is because it's a really big deal in men's sports. But there's a lot of money flowing to men's sports. And what Facebook was saying is because we want to be part of the solution for these young women, let's do this initiative related to name and image likeness, but for young women, right? And young women in college. And so um, I haven't gotten all the details. Um, it's something that I've actually wanted to do. I actually met with, uh, the local ho hockey uh, and the nutritionists at the University of Minnesota a few years ago, I was trying to work with any of the women's sports at that time. Um, and, you know, for, you know, a lot of bureaucratic reasons that didn't happen. And at that time, universities had full control over these young women. And now they're starting to realize that these young women have avenues that hadn't occurred to them. And so the ability to support University of Minnesota volleyball or, or BYU soccer or, you know, North Carolina, um, whatever it is where you live, you know, it looks like we're going to have the ability to be part of the answer. And, and I think that what I hear from all of you is that you feel victimized by the diet industry, right? Over all these years. And so I think a big part of that initiative is starting to catch these young women. We are, we're already doing it with strong daughters, but I believe Facebook is right with this, right? And, and uh, you know, I think that their intentions are very good. Um, you know, I don't know that it's all their fault, right? That, that um, you know, the images of people that they put out there, they're only going to put up their highlight reel. And like I said, people gravitate to those highlight reels, you know? So that's something I'm anxious to see what I can be a part of. You know, I just, I'm just telling you, you know, the, I, I, I don't need a Porsche, right? I don't need a bigger house, you know? I, I just genuinely want to change the way the diet industry works. <laughs> and now that we're starting to work with these bigger partners, we've, we actually had um, meetings with, you know, I mean, Facebook's one of the biggest companies, but, but we had even bigger than that. <laughs> you know, we've tried to push things in a better direction. We'll continue to try. And, and having more resources, having more friends, having more people that are starting to realize what this movement is doing. 
Um, it's just really special. I appreciate everybody's support. I can't tell you how much it means to me. Um, this is my life's purpose. This is all of our life's purpose. And, and I'm not just saying that from a coach's standpoint. I genuinely believe that as clients, you know, you're leading by example in your communities. And, and young women are seeing that. Young men are seeing that, you know. Uh, I've talked about it before. You know, I, you know, I wouldn't say a victim, um, but, you know, I'm the product of a dieting grandmother you know, that I had a lot of affection for. And so seeing her, you know, kind of, you know, not express herself like the full person that she could have because she was constantly under eating um, affected my life. And so you're not just affect, we're not just affecting women here, right? We're affecting sons and husbands and, and things of this nature. and. I think if we could start to tilt that in the other direction, we could literally change the world, not just dieting. You know, I genuinely believe that. I think a lot of the mental health issues that we have um, do come from this, right? That we're constantly wanting to be something that isn't a, the best expression of our truest self, right? And so I'm just really excited. Um, it's it's fun when you get to this place. I've been here before with businesses, um, and and you get to do some really cool stuff. And so, um, you pick the you pick the right company because because this is going to be fun. So, I really appreciate everybody being here. I, I I can't tell you how much it means to me that this means something to you. Um, and uh, have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Bye now.